Welcome to the Commission Bread Podcast, a mortgage professional's complete guide on how to successfully scale your business and not fall into the trap of commission breath. And now, your hosts, Brandon Love and Tom Moffat. All right, everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Commission Breath. Brandon Love here with my buddy Tom. He's got his caffeine shirt on. He's feeling good. Caffeine and kilos. Let's go. Let's lift some weights, baby. There there we go. I was thinking a different kind of kilos. So I was wondering why you're wearing that on the the show, but that makes sense. We can't talk about that. Let's let it that out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So we were just shooting the shit, having a good little pre-show chat. And we realized that I have been running a strategy on my own that I, I hadn't told Tom about. I thought I did. So I thought he was doing it as well with his partners. So we're going to do a deep dive into it right now for you in case you're not doing it. We were talking about, we're thinking this is rough idea here, people. We're thinking of doing a two to three part series of going over financial advisors as referral partners. So we were about to dive into that, but then we started, I don't even know how we got onto the rant, but we started talking about this strategy. I'm like, wait, hold up, man. Like, what are you doing right now? I feel like I've heard the strategy before, but I maybe you went through one ear out the other. And I'm pretty sure you thought that you told me, so maybe you did, but I would love to do a deep dive on it. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions on it. And I felt like maybe we should just do a recording on this because it's probably going to be pretty helpful for people today if you have a good established realtor partner base of relationships. Yeah. Tom was saying he was going to meet with the realtor partner and he was like, yeah, I don't know what they want to talk about. They used to send me a ton of business. I don't think it's that I'm not their number one anymore, but they're just kind of slow right now. And I was like, oh, why don't you do like a renewal rocket strategy with them? And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? So renewal rocket. What the fuck is this renewal rocket, man? Like, (laughs) I'm like, I've been doing this all year. I've got like probably 12 files from it. So renewal rocket. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is a way to get your realtors to give you renewal business. And you're probably thinking, how do you get a realtor to do that? So that's what we're going to unpack a little bit. I've tried a few different ways to do this, a few different tactics and strategies. One, I've found the most effective. So I'll just kind of go over what I tried and what failed first, and then we can take it from there. So a high level overview of it is you're reaching out to your realtor partners, your pitching them saying, hey, this is a very good value add for you to reach out to your clients. And then you're getting renewal business from it. And then you have another pitch for the realtors, like what's in it for them, right? Is that kind of what we're going to be talking about? 100%. So everything has to be what's in it for them. Yeah. So what's in it for them? Okay. So basically you're going to the realtor partner and you're saying, hey, I have a strategy for you to reach out to your database and share some tips and tricks for them for when it comes time for renewal. And their knee-jerk reaction is going to be, this is something just to generate business for you. Why would I do this? Nice try, Mr. Mortgage Broker. Like, do you think I'm an idiot? But if you reframe it in a way that shows the value for them, then they are more likely to do it. So what I do is I'll say Tom's the realtor. I'll give Tom a call. The strategy I have for you is to reach out to your clients and help them with the renewal business. And Tom will immediately be like, oh, I don't really know how I would do that. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't get involved in the mortgage. There's a lot of resistance. So you have to reframe it and say, okay, here's kind of three reasons why this would work for you. Number one, it shows that you're caring about your clients for the lifetime of 
their journey as a homeowner. You're not just jumping in when they need to buy, sell, downsize, whatever it might be. You're there the whole time. You are the go-to person for anything involving real estate for them. So establishes trust, brand, expertise, et cetera. Number two, it is a reason to ask and a reason to jump into your client's year in a way that shows a ton of value to them outside of the things that every other realtor they know does, like gives them apple pie at Thanksgiving, a pumpkin at Halloween, a Christmas ornament at Christmas. Like all these things are like tried and true ways for realtors to get business and stay in contact with people. But let's face it, everyone's doing it. So this separates you from the pack a little bit there. And lastly, the greatest point of interest for them is to be, if someone is in a position where they say, you know what, like I bit off more than I can chew with this house. Like this is too much house for us. We thought we needed the big yard. We don't actually, we were so much happier before. It creates a perfect opportunity for a sell and buy, which is two ends for them which given our market, that can be a lot of money. So I would structure the conversation around, hey, Tom, here's a way for you to show tremendous value, care and compassion for your client while potentially generating tens of thousands of dollars of income for yourself. Yeah, and that was actually gonna be my follow-up question is what's a one-liner that you can present to them, like the opening conversation? So you just nailed it, that's perfect. So using that line, What's your preferred reach out method? I think I know the answer, but let's just maybe hear about if it's one, maybe talk about that, or maybe you've tried several and which has worked the best. Yeah, so I've tried at least three different ways, more than that. So one I did was reaching out on social media. I shared like a social media kind of campaign idea. I didn't have enough substance to it, so it kind of fell on its face. Number two, I built a video ask kind of sequence with a website, my mortgage binder, whatever it was. And they could click through, watch the video, fill out the details. I got a ton of submissions from other brokers, but nothing really came of it either. Wait, what do you mean other brokers? Like other mortgage brokers? Yeah, just (laughs) to see what was going on. And I saw a few other people do it as well. It it wasn't my idea. I, I had borrowed the idea from Ryan. So I took that one step further and I had a few realtors build out video asks of their own. So it would start with them and then I would jump in when it got to like the mortgage piece. And that was okay. I got a few leads that way, but I found that the realtors that were keen to do it didn't have those large databases. And then the final way that I got the most results was if you're interested in this strategy, here's kind of the value adds, reply back and I'll send you a follow-up. And in that follow-up, I sent a breakdown of just like how I would structure conversations if it was a phone call, email, et cetera. And that was- Was that reach out through email, that last one? That last one was through email, yeah. Okay. And that was the best result. Because a lot of them too would be like, I don't know how to bring up this conversation. So I was just kind of then calling and saying, hey, here's some like scripting tips and how I would structure- yeah. conversation but then you have to realize like we spend every day talking about mortgages they don't like they talk about yeah. you know school zones and just expertise is just split just different right? <laughs> not, not garbage just not it's Fluff. not the same so you have yeah. to like sometimes distill it down to like here's three talking points and this is how you should shape the conversation okay so follow-up question to that so you've done your outreach you're saying the best method out of all of those was through email Now we're ditching the whole 
video ask. This is ringing a bell now because we talked about this a while ago. You did the whole video ask thing, which in theory is a great idea. I think it's really cool, but people are lazy. People yep. aren't really motivated to fill it out. Even if you say, hey, it's going to take you two minutes to do. I've found with other projects that are related to that, people just don't do it. So email is best. And when you did the email, was it through a Friday email or was it like one-to-one here and there? So I actually used the Friday email to set the tone for what was coming up for renewals and like why this was going to be a critical year for it. And then I threw video ask was one week. I kind of gauged the results that way. Then I did the email format. I just tried several different ways using the Friday video as like a reminder. So like the first one was just like, hey, renewals are going to be huge this year. Here's how to establish value for your clients. And then I'm like, hey, that's not a good enough motivator for them. So I'm like, here's the why, the revenue piece for you. And then I got a lot more traction. And then it was like, here is an example of what I did for a realtor partner, how they shared this with a client. We saved them a ton of money because we were able to get them like 0.75 or whatever the rate was at the time lower than what their bank was offering. The client's super happy, five-star review for me over the moon with the realtor because they showed the value there. So building that momentum, showing the proof of it. And then from there, I just get consistent leads now. Do you remember how many realtors have actually pushed this out to their database? I would say maybe five. Okay. So you're leveraging. So even if it's say five and you don't know how big their database is, but even if it's like 200 people and I don't know the stats, but is it like out of 200 homeowners or sorry, out of a hundred homeowners, isn't it like three are coming up for renewal, something like that? I, I heard it's over the next two years, 65% of people are going to renew stat. I heard. Okay. So I'm way off. You're way off. Yeah. yeah it's more like 65, but like also really the thing I found with that was not so much that it was that week. You got a ton of leads with renewals. It was more so like anytime, like the conversation of renewal came up or anything like that, they're like, oh, why don't you go talk to my mortgage guy? And I'm getting like leads all throughout the year on this when that's the campaign I ran for, you know, six weeks kind of thing. Yeah, okay. So it's going to be something that's kind of like planting the seed. It's going to be top of mind for them whenever they hear the word renewal. So that's cool. And I think like to add on to that, like I love the fact that you had an example there too. You're breaking down the numbers of savings for someone because that's really powerful. That's like marketing 101. Yeah. And then another thing I would add, is maybe like a bit of urgency for them to kind of go over like, hey, now is a really good time to be reaching out to your clients right now. They're feeling the pinch on expenses. People are coming up for renewal. It can be almost double the rate of what they had when they had their last mortgage set up. You create that urgency for them to actually go forward with doing it. I think that would add some more spice to it too. 100%. You know, I like to do a lot of like the calls with asks and reminders and things like that. There's a lot of opportunities like right now, today, we just had a few lenders drop rates. Today's October 10th, 2023, when we're recording this, we had a few lenders drop rates. So to then call and be like, hey, client X, like if you have a client who came up for renewal and like two weeks ago, they might've got a rate that now can be significantly beat. Whereas two weeks ago, we couldn't compete on it. So there's like opportunities to grab quick wins that way. And those are the clients that this is a time you steal them from their bank. And if you show them how you manage their business and you treat them, that's so much better than their bank. You've now had that lifetime value of a client through this quick strategy. 
Yeah, and you can add a layer to this too. With everything we're talking about, my light bulb is kind of going off here in terms of social media. Like I can listen to this episode and I could think of five or six different things to post out on social media and have it geared specifically towards realtors or I can have it geared towards consumers or a mix of both. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to send out a blast Friday email. I'll probably do it this Friday to my realtors. Then I'm going to follow up with text on the following week to my main partners and people that I've already had that connection with and just remind them, hey, I sent out a really cool opportunity Friday. Just wanted to see if you had a chance to watch it because I really do think it could benefit you and your clients. See what they say. Yeah, and then third component, start signing up the social media posts and template stuff. Exactly. The key piece too is just give them all the tools. Don't expect them to go create something because they won't. Give them the tool. Like if you want them to eat healthy, you're putting the meal on their plate warm. They just have to put the fork in it and we'll work. Like I just got a referral this week. It is a AAA client, like several hundred thousand dollar income. They have six investment properties up for renewal in the next 18 months. So we're just going to be servicing the crap out of those clients. And that's going to be a big chunk of our next 18 month runway. Yeah. And even to add another component to this, this might dilute it a bit or complicate it for them. But another added thing that you can do is part of what I pitch to my partners is our backend referral plan. I forget what I call it, but it's essentially I'd say, hey, I track every lead that comes in. I'll always refer you business in the future. If that person sends me a friend, any referral from that person, I'm going to link them back to you. That's like standard 101. And you can always say, hey, anyone that comes into my world for the renewal, I'm tracking them and they came from you. So any future business, whether it's an investment property or people that they refer over to me, that's business going back to you. So you're planting the seed for future business for yourself. Exactly. I call it a referral loop within my system. But yeah, it's totally the case of, especially when you get these investor clients, like this particular client had seven, eight properties, two were personal usage, the rest investments. You know, that's a lot of potential business, especially if they decide to flip, sell, buy that you're now monitoring for that realtor. And a lot of realtors, just like brokers, like some of us have really dialed in systems and some of us have more laissez-faire approach to the system. So sometimes opportunities are falling through the cracks. So if there's a second set of eyes looking for potential ways to close more business, it's a huge value add. And if you're looking out for my back hide like that, I'm sending my deals to you just knowing that you're providing a layer of value that no one else is. Yeah. Even if you strike out on it and you don't have a realtor use this at all, like that component right there that you mentioned is key. They know you have your back. You're looking for opportunities to build their business. You have their clients in your best interest. So yeah, it's a win, win, win. And so are you templating an email template, a text template, and a call script for the realtor? Yeah. So the ones I had the most success with, I did a email template, initial outreach, and then talking points. One, I gave very detailed scripts, but I think it was a little bit too much for her style. The one guy who has given me the most business from it, he has his talking points. He took the email, he restructured it as like, this is why I'm providing this value to you. And basically just shared that like his goal was to look out for clients. He understands it's trying time, you know, that kind of thing. And just gave him all the tools so that he could then copy, paste, edit, make it his own tone. And then just a few key talking points. So it wasn't forced. 
but also it wasn't like, oh crap, why am I actually doing this? Like the value needs to be very crystal clear. Yeah. And I think the template, you got to make sure you say, Hey, like this is a template for you. You can literally copy and paste this if you want, or you can tweak it either way. It's going to take you like five minutes of time. to Do this, like call it 20 minutes all in templating the email and pushing it out to your database. Like it's such a low investment for them. And yeah. even for us as brokers, to implement everything here, we'll take social media off the plate here and just say, hey, we're doing direct reach out to realtors. This will probably take like half hour, maybe. Yeah, this strategy, you could roll it out in one hour time. Like I did yeah. the whole video ask strategy with this and it took four hours all in for like everything. Video ask is probably a big component to that, right? We had to learn how to use video ask and yeah. stand and do the videos, which like, you know, I'm not in a professionally lit space. I got a big egghead. You know, took so tape on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So the email format, you could bang that out so quickly. And then just like anything though, don't send it out and pray. Like send it out and then follow up. Figure out what the pain point is if they're not doing it, why they aren't doing it. And then just dive in deeper on that. So like my initial one went out and then I figured out, okay, well, they didn't actually feel comfortable talking about it. So then I gave them like scripts and talking points. And then that kind of got a few more rolling on it. And then I gave the proof of why it's effective. Got a few more. You know what I mean? So you're slowly getting converts that way. Especially if you're in a market where you have some, I don't know, like clouts, not really the right word, but like some brand presence. People can see that someone else in the network is implementing that strategy. And if it's working for them, then they start to slowly convert over it's like sheep following each other and the other piece of this is like you know we say like package it we almost make the realtors sound lazy in a way by saying like package it perfectly for them it's not a criticism of realtors it's just human nature in general i do find that like realtors are super creative in coming up with a new way to spin it so then like also watch your partners and see what they turn it into and then take that iteration and then put that back to your audience as well and highlight, Hey, we had a partner that did this and this is was yeah. the result of it because that's social proof that it worked for another one of their peers. Yeah. Why don't we take it one step further too, and use this community commission breath community as another testing platform too. Like this is us kind of like presenting it to everyone and we're doing our thing here. But if someone's doing this and they come up with a cool idea or their realtor partner came up with a cool idea, like let's share it. Let's use that collaboration because I think that's going to amplify things for everyone here listening. So yeah. For sure. This is like an incubator or like a pressure cooker. So we throw in all these things in and like something cool comes out of it. And like, I'll share my script with you, obviously, but like you might take my script and be like, you know, I would have said this this way. And like that iteration is going to be so much better. Send it back to me. I'm going to add a layer to it. You know what I mean? That collaboration is going to make it awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then the last point to this too is someone might be thinking like, oh, this is maybe a shiny object, but I would actually disagree with that because I'm very cognizant of what we add into our business because of that shiny object syndrome that we've both had, especially me. And I know that like me implementing this, if it takes one hour and it doesn't work, whatever. The side product is that they're going to see that I have their back. And it's not like I'm out searching for a new referral source or starting... You know, I feel like if you had the video ask, that would be maybe a shiny object because you're putting more time into it. And if you can get business without it, then just scrap the whole video ask and just go forward with this. Exactly. Just strip it right down, nuts and bolts. The bare bones of it is the most effective from all the testing I did. 
and it will generate results. I know the results I could put like a dollar value on it, at least over 25 grand this year from doing it. Beautiful. Let's get some more, brother. All right, man. Well, thanks everyone. Share your ideas, your iterations. I know a lot of you probably already had some renewal strategies, so please add those in and we can just compound the growth together. Exactly. And let's know your results from this too. Thanks everyone. Have a great week. Yeah. Cheers. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.